I want to welcome everyone back to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner, and I'm the director of SALT, the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training. And I am so excited again to be visiting with a good friend, brother in Christ, uh, Bill Zucker. Bill is one of three elders that uh, him and Kevin and Leon that have just become such dear friends of mine. And I appreciate so much uh, the work that they do as elders. And as I, I want to welcome you, Bill, but I want to dig right into this first question because I'm really excited about it. I, I have grown to know you men over the last couple of years in such a great way. And one of the things that really stands out to me is the relationship that you have with each other and the amount of time that you spend together and, and not just in a, you know, in the conference room, making decisions or talking about the congregation, but you guys spend a lot of time together outside of that. And so I'd like you to share with everyone just exactly uh, how you've grown together uh, in your leadership, how you've grown uh, as leaders, especially during this past year in this time of pandemic. But just talk about that relationship and, and how that's worked for you guys. Well, first of all, Kevin and Leon may be the best people I know, our best men I know. They make me a better man. I don't know how to put it other than that. I tell people I went from being the youngest, least tenured elder to the oldest, most tenured leader overnight. And I'm, I'm not sure that they had the same benefit that I had because I had some good, good older men work with me. They just had me. But uh, we, when I became an elder, I've been an elder 18 years, we had five, and we got down to two. And the other gentleman, who is a wonderful man, had served for 17 years, and, and he was ready to step down. And I had known Kevin for, well, I've known him for 30-plus years, and we have been friends, and we we just have a great deal of respect for God. Church is, church is the center of our lives, to be truthful. And we just knew that we would be serving as elders at some point. And seven years ago, he and Leon became elders. I did not know Leon that that long, but I knew his family. And when we we went through a, an elder search, I mean, it was just two of us, and we we didn't find any men. And then and I was told Leon and his wife I said, "You guys need to start thinking real hard because next time we do it, you need to step up." And we're different. Uh, we're just different men, but we, we all have the same love of God and love of family. I don't know. We respect each other and, and we, we, we try to have fun. And as Bob knows, if you can't laugh in an elders meeting, you better not come to Manfred, Oklahoma. <laughs> and you, you better not be able to, if you're thin skinned or can't take teasing, you, you better not come either because we're, we're going to make fun of it. <laughs> But I think because of, of the love for God and one of the things we started doing, which really adds some depth to it, is we do a third Sunday or did. Now we do it every Sunday and Wednesday. We, before the pandemic, the third Sunday night of every month, we have a prayer night and members give us prayers and, and we would do that. We'll, well, we started at the, adding at the end where we would pray for each other and our families. And one month, I will take Kevin, and the next month, I would take Leon. And 
And we would sit there and we would talk about what's going on in our lives and, and what's going on with our kids. And, and, and then we would pray for them. And, you know, when, when you know someone well enough that you will say, well, you know, my daughter's struggling to find a job and, you know, I don't like this guy she's dating and I need some <laughs> prayers. And, you know, it, it adds some depth to the relationship. And, and I think that's a lot of what we have. And again, I think the, the love of, of God and I, Bob, I don't know. And you can correct me. This, the, the Hebrew uh, verse where it talks about, we're going to give an account to God. Mm-hmm. The three of us don't expect to be asked about the color of the building or about the budget we're going to be given an, or giving an account of how we got the flock to heaven. And in between just praying for the members, and first of all, when you have someone come in and tell you they have cancer or they have marital problems, you know, as an elder, you're like, all I can do is pray. You, you quickly realize you really aren't in control of anything God is. Mm-hmm. I think our prayer lives and our prayer, the way we pray for our congregations and the way we pray for each other is a huge part of why we have the relationship that we do. And I think it is bled over to the the members. They they it has shocked us at the prayer requests and the people that want to come in and pray with us. And I think they see the faith that we have and what prayer will do. Um I think for us it makes what makes it Specialists, none of us take each other serious. I mean, ourselves serious. I can honestly tell you, I have a lot of good ideas. After Kevin and Leon get hold of them, maybe one out of a hundred's good. You know, it, it, and 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 Kevin's just the opposite. He'll like, well, I have no go. He'll throw out about three a year, and all of them are home runs. Yeah, and we we can laugh at each other. Uh, During this pandemic, or actually before the pandemic, there's one lady that she loves talking to me. I mean, I don't, Kevin and Leon, she'll talk to them, but when she finishes them, she comes and finds me and, and she tells me everything. Well, they've decided I am Vivian's Binky. <laughs> and so every once in a while, they'll say, hey, Binky, come over here. I mean, and that's just what we are. And we've nicknamed Kevin Warm and Fuzzy because he's, none of us are. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> We just have fun, and we try to focus on the the members. One of the things we have done during the pandemic is we launched together three out of almost three out of four Sundays. Uh, we made a decision that heck, there wasn't anything to do on Sunday afternoon. We weren't we aren't having Sunday evening service at the moment. It's not like we could go to the movies or, you know, it's like, okay, we can either stay here and, and talk about the, the flock or we can go home and take a nap. So we made the decision we were going to stay at the building. So pretty much with the first Sunday through now, three out of four Sundays, we, we order lunch, we go pick it up, we meet in our conference room, we eat lunch together, and we talk about the flock and what's going on. And a lot of times those meetings will last all day. I mean, we, it will be four or five o'clock before we get home. And, and it's just time spent on 
what's going on, who needs help, sure. who do we need to contact, things like this. A lot of elders would find that work, but for us, it isn't. We will get off on something, as you know, and you know it, it's, it turns into <laughs> laughter, and then we move out back and, and go. So I, I would think what makes us close is our love for God and the fact that we don't take each other or we don't take ourselves serious. And right. we like we like each other. And I know for a fact if I needed anything, I could call those two men and they, they would take care of me. If Kathy needed anything, well, I will say Kevin can fix things. I can't. So if anything breaks, there's a good call. Kathy will be calling Kevin and say, hey, my hot water tank's out. Can you come over? And, <laughs> and that's the, the trust and faith we have in each other. And yeah. the fact that we, we, we are very mindful of each other's time and lives. And I feel like it's my responsibility being the senior guy. So I've gone to both wives and said, okay, you know, I know how husbands are. If you need your husband's home on Sunday afternoon, you you let let me know because we don't have to meet. And right, you know they they're the same way. And they, they again, I've known both ladies for a long time, and it, it, they give it to me as much as they do. I, oh, I love that, and I have grown to appreciate the relationship that you guys have with each other, and and the heart that you have to be leaders for the congregation. I love that. Uh, I want to move into an area about your relationship now with irrigation. How do you stay connected as elders with the congregation? And there's, and there's a second part to this question. How do you keep the congregation connected to each other? How do you keep those members connected to one another, especially over this past year? How how have you done that? Well, as I mentioned earlier, we we, we are making calls, but even before the pandemic, we try to 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 form relationships, and I use the term we work the foyer. We are the usually the first ones there, and as people come in, we're we're greeting them. And, and between class and service, Kevin will be on one side, Leon will be in the middle, and I'll be on the other side, and, and we're we're talking talking to people. Uh, we. Tr- Again, we, we started this Wednesday night prayer, or excuse me, third Sunday prayer service, prayer. And we talk a lot about prayer. And what has amazed us is we've said, hey, if someone's getting ready to have surgery or something, I said, why don't we step into our conference room and we'll have a prayer? And we'll, we're amazed at the number of people that will do that. And we've said, okay, Wednesday night, or excuse me, third Sunday uh, service. If you would like to come in and pray with us, do it. We are shocked at teenagers that have come in. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just they they know that we care and they know that we believe in purpose. We talk about it all the time. And they they will come in and do that with us. Uh, I'm a big texter. And <laughs> if you haven't can't tell, I, I have cochlear implants. I don't hear very well. It's until recently I I could not hear on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Now I can. So text works perfect with me. And, and particularly since I'm at work, I do a lot of I, people are in the hospital. I say, I, I just want to touch base with you. How are you doing? And they can respond. Uh, Kevin, Kevin 
drives around a truck all day and has his phone attached to his ear. He's constantly on the phone. I think what even before the pandemic, which helped is we we did a lot of work as far as visiting with members. A lot of it was not in homes, but it would be through the telephone or texting or just through the building or whatever. We have, I don't want to say continue because we've amplified it. Uh, I I have a wife and a daughter and my daughter's 34 and married, but she's still on my phone plan. Just cheaper. And (laughs) I'm one of these guys, I mean, I look at how many texts and minutes of minutes, minutes of talking here. There were times this past 10 months where I dwarfed both of them combined. <laughs> I, and, and my wife knows I'm not a phone person. I, after being on the phone all day, if the phone landline rings at home, that's her job to answer. But we do a lot of texting. We do a lot of calling. Uh, it's just, and we don't intentionally do it. We just do it. And we will be, I don't know, we were sitting and meeting one day and Kim goes, oh, I've talked to so-and-so and so-and-so. And And Leon goes, well, I've talked to so-and-so. I mean, it's not where we, you call them, we're we're just doing it as we go through life. And it's a priority to us. So I think that's why the pandemic, it was easy for us to to communicate because we were already doing a lot of it. Sure. And, and how about keeping the congregation connected to each other? First of all, we have a very friendly congregation. And they're great at mingling in the foyer. Right. Well, again, we started with week one of the pandemic. Okay, guys, we're not going to be in this building. We need each other like we did. Start calling, texting, sending cards, doing something. And we have basically been giving that message for 10 months. And we have some people that are wonderful at it. We have some people that aren't. <laughs> and I tell the story about my dad. When he got older, he would complain, well, you kids haven't called me. I'm like, well, dad, have you called? Oh, no, I, don't, I haven't called anyone. I'm like, okay, don't be like my dad. Your phone works both ways. <laughs> and we have really encouraged and they've done a great job on that. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I was talking to a family last week, and, and they were saying, "Well, you, if we don't have a bolt, we're not doing a bulletin right now. We're really not doing an announcement. I don't, I can't keep up with who all we're praying with for, or I should be praying for." Of course, I'm like, "Well, you're getting them all on the t- your to the text. Oh, yes, but Jane keeps that, and she doesn't tell me who all. How it, my, okay, so." <laughs> Maybe we need to work on family communication, but you know, just the fact that he he was wanting to pray for, for yeah. different. I, again, I think a lot of it has been we've tried to lead by example for years on this, not just the last 10 months. And we've really tried to encourage people and we've explained to them. I mean, we have people at home by themselves. If we don't make the effort, who are they going to visit with? Right. Think about, and, and you know, we will talk about it. You know, okay, don't remember Marge that sits over here. Let's be sure. I mean, let's, and they responded. And, and I think sure. that has been it more than anything else. And the fact that we, we have a congregation that re- really likes each other and they enjoy being with each other. And I know that sounds 
I don't know, simple, <laughs> but it's true. But I love it. <laughs> it's we, we don't have old, young, whatever. It, it, it doesn't matter. We truly have what we feel like is a family atmosphere, and we've encouraged it through the years. In fact, that's part of our vision statement to build sure. that thing. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that's another plug. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> so as everybody is looking to 2021 to be a year that uh, they're hoping that with the introduction of the vaccine and and as we are hoping to move through this pandemic, um, what kind of plans uh, have the elders made moving forward? What does that look like uh, for the congregation at Manford as they move forward through 2021? Now, I know this leadership guy, and he would <laughs> say we should have it all, you know, like written out and, you know. Under normal circumstances, yes. yes. <laughs> well, what we have found out, Bob, at, from last year is the best laid plans just don't work at the moment. So we have basically a an idea of what we're trying to accomplish, and we're going to, it's kind of a fluid plan. And, you know. First of all, we, we, we want to get people back in the building if we can. And mm -hmm. I say that not because we want people in the building, but we, we need the physical fellowship. Right. And our, our people are desperate for it. They, they want potlucks. They want activities. They want to sit and visit with people and and. And so we need we need to do that, and and we want to work on that. Uh, we were amazed at the online potential. Again, we we have more online than we do in the building. And I I keep telling you, I'm not going to be surprised when when things get back to normal that one day ten people walk in and say, "Oh, I've been worshiping with you guys since March." Yeah. Okay. And, you know, that's one of the things we do every Sunday is, hey, if you're visiting with us, you're not seeing all of us. You know, you're just seeing a little small part of us. Some point when things will come in and get to miss because we're even better face to face. I mean, we really work right. that part of it. We want to get better on the online. I mean, you think about it, that's particularly with young people. They have a question. They need advice. They want to they go. They go to the Internet. Well, we want to do more on that, whether it be Facebook, website, whatever. We haven't quite figured that out. Sure. Uh, with Jack, our young minister leaving, that's hurt us a little bit because the rest of us are old. We don't have a lot of the technology stuff, but we know where we want to go. Sure. Uh, one of the things that I would have done different 10 months ago when we were doing all the kids' videos is I would have hired someone to do it and had Jack and Tony just focusing on the content and how to how to feed the flock and, and all that stuff. One of the things we've talked about doing is, I mean, businesses spend billions of dollars on how to reach people online. I, I think we want to sit down with a media marketing person and figure out how is the best way for us to get this message out. Awesome. See what the, and maybe they don't have any, I mean, maybe they're any smaller than we are. We don't know, but we'd like to think there is someone out there that could yeah. do a better job. I think I've told you this story. I am just amazed at the workout stuff 
the mirror. I mean, it's, yeah. mm-hmm. one thing, okay, you get exercised by that. Why can't we do Bible by that? Why? And I, I just think, we, and, and Kevin and Lee are on, are with me when I say I, we feel like there's so many things we should be doing with social media that we're not doing. So it's, it's kind of a two, two wave approach. We want to continue to do the social media. We want to continue to do things in the building, but we're not sure. We're, we're, we're trying to think whether we, what we've done in the past is the right way to do it. I mean, yeah. There's so many way, more ways we can feed people and how much more convenient it is to do it online. So we need to pursue that. Well, then maybe we need to make what we're doing in the building more time of building relationship. And, and we're, we're trying to figure that out, to be truthful. So right. I, I don't know. I haven't really answered your question. I don't. Well, you have. You okay. have uh, a lot of good ideas for the direction ahead. Uh, it didn't have to have all the meat to the skeleton, but uh, I think some great ideas and look forward to seeing those. Uh, as I wrap this thing up, I just want to make a quick plug for the Beside Stillwaters Elders Workshop. Uh, the congregation in Manford uh, hosts this every year in September. This year in 2021, the date is December the 11th. And, and so I encourage you to be looking at their website at uh, Manford Church of Christ and if you can participate in attending that or uh, even watching the lessons that come out online, they have archived the last two years uh, of those speakers that they've had. It is an outstanding workshop for elders, and I really encourage you to be looking to that uh, and, and see how you can be a part of that. But I want to thank Bill again for joining us today. I want to thank the elders uh, there at Manford, uh, Bill and Kevin and Leon, for the work they do. Uh, certainly, uh, I love this uh, elders workshop beside Still Waters that's coming up, uh, and they host every year. And so, thank you, Bill. Thank you for taking time to be with me and and just to visit about these things. I appreciate you so much as an elder and a friend, and I look forward to our continued relationship and working together. Bill, thank you so much, and I want to thank all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning in each week, and I know that the information that you're hearing. Uh, every week, especially during this series of lessons and talking about how congregations and elders have led during this time of pandemic has benefited each of you. And I just appreciate you listening and hope that you'll continue to do so and look forward to seeing you next time. God bless.